0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Recording on this end. Fantastic. And you know what, Kevin? It's a shame that uh, all our best jokes were in pre-show. I mean, we've got nothing left for the listeners, do we? It's just going to be a uh, bit of a dull show.
0: They'll have to tune in for the pre-show.
1: Well, yeah, that, you know, maybe we'll make it as a special Christmas present or something this year. <laughs> no, and us, we'll probably forget or delete it. Or do both. Anyway, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 98. My name is Mark Grinch, I'm joined by Kevin Alder. Kevin, how are you going this week?
0: I'm doing frightfully well, despite uh, everything else. Uh, with winter coming to an end, and damn spring just around the corner, I'm I'm doing frightfully well.
1: Now, is that why you've been losing sleep and suffering in some the, the last few days? Are you sort of... Really missing that snow and and just not wanting to relish in that lovely warm breezes that come in in the summer and the
0: bugs and all the other crap. Oh yeah, uh, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that's why. I'd, I just have periodic bouts of insomnia and it just decided to kick in Friday night. It's been going strong. It subsided a little bit last night, so uh you know just there 's been a lot going on, and uh despite my brain 's old and decrepit ways, it sometimes won 't turn off completely so
1: <laughs> I certainly and, know that feeling, but
0: uh, other than that i 'm doing pretty well and uh how about yourself
1: Oh, i 'm not doing too bad. you know what i 've got very, very social this week, surprisingly. Uh, you know what app.net they opened up and I feel sorry for all the suckers that actually spent their hard-earned dollars for an app.net account <laughs> and then all all us freeloaders are going hey can you t- send us a a way to get in so I've got my app.net account which is the same as the Twitter account which is uh mark underscore green tree and you know I'm across there and I'm like I'm, and, and I'm using tapbots uh app.net um which I forget what they, they call it because I only installed it this morning. Let me have that. NetBot. They call it NetBot. And so there's TweetBot and then there's NetBot. And I wish they called it AppBot because then it wouldn't make more sense because I keep forgetting that it's on my, my home screen. <laughs> um, but you know what? When I open it, it's like, okay, this is Twitter 2.0 uh, just longer posts. But the other good thing about it, too, uh, that I've found so far, there's not as much crap going on on up.net because there's not as many people on, and I'm not following as many people, and, I don't know, maybe I insulted all the people I'm following, but too bad. <laughs> you know, it's... uh, it, Anyway, you know what? It, it's a nice little system. Um, you know what? If, if Twitter ends up screwing up any more of their uh, developer... Uh, side of things with the different apis that they're using and the changes they're making i can i can see you know app.net being a a real possibility it'll be interesting it's actually an interesting move for them to move to this freemium model where you can invite a few people uh, if you're a paid member
0: explain how that works you have to have a paid member invite you
1: you have to have a paid member invite you from what I understand and and bear in mind that I've only been on here for about 24 hours Um, it it gets you can't so me joining as a free member I can't then invite you for instance Uh, but someone who actually pays can invite someone that they know Um, but what what I'm interested in seeing is there's no restrictions for me being this free user coming in I wonder how they're either going to uh, you know, advertise tweets to me to then generate money or you know, what's gonna happen there? Because you know, why would you keep paying for it when you can get it for free? it's really yeah. quite weird. I you know, it's not even at a discounted rate, it's completely free and from what I understand I have exactly the same amount of control and can do exactly the same stuff as people who pay for the service.
0: Now I can, I maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying to up the
1: Oh definitely. The, they up, they uh, definitely need to do that. I mean, you know, all our Twitter friends have been saying, Wow, look at you know, it's an influx of people <laughs> coming on free. Um, so they definitely need to do that, but then how are they gonna monetize that later on? You know, they do have a donation that I can give a $5, five, ten, or twenty dollar donation to app.net. Um, so that's kind of cool, but then are they going to expect these same people paying month over month or, or year on year? Are they going to expect them to, to keep paying, or are they going to go to a different type of donation uh, model slash advertising model? And I really don't so, know.
0: I wonder if the paid member that invited you, if they cancel their subscription, what, I wonder if it'll... Say, "Oh, Mark's a freeloader. Bye, bye."
1: Ooh, I don't know, but I have Stu Helm to thank for my uh, my free um, free login. The man who shall remain nameless, he didn't even offer me one. How rude! <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know what? Maybe, I, I've, you got, know. I've got I've got feedback from him. I'm just going to leave it till next week, Kevin. <laughs> well, <laughs> well you know, it's part bit, I'm, of because I forgot I'm about it again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the other side. I've been considering joining App I just haven't.
1: You know, it it's kinda cool. I mean it's the same group of friends, you know, and, and I'll just I'll I'll show Kevin my uh my little feed from App.net and Kevin will see exactly the same people that you see and you know on, on Twitter. And it looks exactly like TweetBot. It you know, if I then swap across to uh Tweetbot, you know, it looks absolutely identical. So, you know, yeah. it's um it's cool. I'm, I, look, I'm enjoying this social thing at the moment. So, uh, and and you know what, Kevin? I, um, I went back to Facebook. No! Yes. I went... No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I went... No! <laughs> you know what, Kevin? You need a button on your side of the fence that says, I just want to kill myself. Um... Look, I, you know, I, I've been a, a long time disagree with Facebook. I haven't liked their terms and conditions and I haven't agreed with Facebook and what it stands for and the, the tomfoolery that goes on over there. But... You know, I decided to give it. Actually, it was Gretel's fault why I decided to give it a go. We were down in the local no, shops.
0: No, 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 no! Don't blame Gretel. No, I, I'm, I, I will defend this. her. I <laughs> will defend that young lady. Do not blame her.
1: <laughs> okay, inadvertently, we were out of the shops, and, and we've got Hungry Jacks, just like you do in the states. And uh, you know, Hungry Jacks is at least a burger place that I can actually eat food at because McDonald's is just like this thing's. Cardboard. I don't want to eat cardboard. I actually want a piece of meat. I want some tomato on my burger. Anyway, um, you know, there's, there's a, um, a Hungry Jacks app, but you have to log in via Facebook. And what you do is you shake the, the iPhone when you're at the Hungry Jacks store. And you can get, like, you know, free ice cream, free drink. We've even got 50% off, you know, if you spend $30 or less, you know. And, and when you buy them for the kids as well and, and so forth, that's a great saving. Anyway, so she shook hers the other day and she only got I uh, was uh, something like a, a soft serve ice cream, 30 cents worth. And uh, she said, oh, you know, can you put it on yours? And I didn't know that it needed Facebook. And, and I was like, okay, I'll put Facebook back on. I'll log back in since 2008 and, and log back into Facebook and uh, reactivate my discontinued account, which was never discontinued despite going through every single step. You know, it's like the Godfather series. And like Al Pacino said, you know, I thought I was out then they pulled me back in. Back in. And and, and they do that, the bastards. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and, and after that, it's like, oh, okay, now, now I've got Facebook back again. And, and do I want to go and close it down? And I thought, you know what? I've got to stop just complaining about Facebook. I've got to stop arguing about it and i've got to start using it and then i can really have a bitch about it and complain about how bad it is and how pathetic it is and and so forth and um kevin i'm a bit ashamed to say i'm actually enjoying the experience at the moment now bear in mind bear in mind i've only got a couple of friends in real life and uh you know i got more than a couple of friends, but, you know, we'll keep it at that because that works well. Uh, and, and then uh, I knew what you were going to say. I had to come in there. And then, and then just a couple of family members. I don't even have my whole family because, you know, frankly, I don't really care that much. Um, I want to use it more like I do Twitter, where I talk to the people who I don't see in real life, the people who are on the other side of the world who I hope to one day meet, but may never meet in person. So that's the way I'm doing it. And you know, likewise, with that in mind, okay, I have put my own profile picture up. Same one that I've got on Twitter and I, I post everywhere on all the sites I write for. Uh, but I'm not going to put pictures of, of my kids up there. I'm not going to put pictures of family events up there and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to keep it family clean. You know, I'll mention something like I do on Twitter. Ah, oh, the kids did this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to actually show photographs or videos like other people do. I don't agree with that. And the way that they actually have control over that, um, side of things. Uh, so I'm using it basically just to communicate with a couple of people. You know, one guy, uh, Ian, I, I, uh, used to work with him about three years ago. I haven't spoken to him in, in 12 months. And we had a great chat across Facebook the other day. And I was like, that's cool. You know, just getting, getting back in touch with someone. Uh, and he doesn't use Twitter. Um, so for that kind of benefit it it, it was a great thing uh you know he's one of the only few people that i follow that you know i I know in real life you know i'm not even following griddle on facebook in real life it's like no no you can do your facebook thing. i'll do facebook my way and uh you know when you do that it kind of it's twitter on steroids
0: Well, listeners, that'll be the end of this show and this friendship since Mark has decided to go back to Facebook. (laughs) Oh, dear God, I cannot believe. See, I had higher aspirations for you. I thought (laughs) that you were one of the, you know, I'm not a brilliant guy, but I am intelligent enough to know how to use the Internet without having to sink way down to the dregs, right down to the very bottom. Because I mean, when you look at the layers of the internet, you have the porn, and then just hey, a hey, micron-
1: hey, 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 hey. the porn has to come up a step or two.
0: No, wait a minute. Then you have the micro nanometer separation between the porn and the Facebook. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you can rank one above the other, but they're. I mean, we're talking we're talking micrometers. Yes, but I the- mean
1: microns. <laughs> But Kevin, remember we have mutual friends on Facebook. Be nice. <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm not worried about it. I hate Facebook, and I know I know one of our I know one of our mutual friends that lives just across the pond from you, Mister Alistair Jenks, would probably come over and beat you soundly.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm half expecting that when he figures out that I'm actually on Facebook.
0: Um, Alistair, you have my permission to beat the living tar right out of him for doing that.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude. Look, you know, I've kept it free for a while. Um, You know, and look, some people use Facebook a lot more than they use Twitter. If we look at at Tim, for instance, um, you know, he – if I send him a message on Twitter, I can guarantee he won't get back to me, or if he does, it's two or three weeks later. If I send him a message on Facebook bingo he's there in five minutes so you know and admittedly I emailed Tim back and forth with the show notes and the writing commitments I've got with him and, and everything like that but it's also cool to sort of do that side of things now Tim uses Facebook more he, he mixes family plus business and, and mixes it all together and he's quite open and free about what he publishes on there um and he publishes more than I'm comfortable with publishing. But then at the same time, I also... I think... And, and I think I can be honest here and, and say that I don't believe I've ever put a picture of my kids on my Twitter feed. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't recall throwing a picture of my kids on the Twitter feed. Um, I try... I really just try to have it professional, if that makes sense. Or just... Friendly, like if I see something funny, like a a dog slips over, you know, and I capture it, great, you know, you know, or or or
0: or something like a hunts spider sitting on the back of your chair, Uh, looking at the back of your head longingly.
1: (laughs) I'm not turning around, Kevin. I'm not that gullible. Ah, (laughs) ah. Yeah. So look. Anyway, I'm I'm back on Facebook, and I'm not gonna say it's forever. I'm just testing the waters. I'm not posting a lot. I'm just, you know checking out what other friends that i've really got on twitter and so forth are, are doing anyway um and who knows well, that- maybe i'll close it down again but i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a, a shot for a few months see how i like it i'm, I'm still twitter mad you know because I'm, I'm more on google plus now as well because i've, I've made a, a community page for not another muck podcast and actually, we should make a community page for Geeky Showers so that the three listeners can uh, come and, and send us messages all the time. Um, and that's actually pretty cool. I, I've got to give Google Plus some, some credit for that community thing. That is absolutely awesome because the other day I was thinking... Sorry, that was a truck going past my place. <laughs> and uh, Kevin thought it was the end of the world. See, Australia comes first, and whatever happens here will happen everywhere. Time zone, people, time zone. Um, and I lost my train of thought again.
0: You were, you were back on Facebook. You're going to give it a couple months. You're connecting with people. You might shut it down. Um,
1: uh, squirrel. Oh. There it goes. See you, little fella. I have no idea, Kevin. And you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to go to the doctor and get my head soon too because I'm forgetting things lately. I don't know. Maybe I'm just stressed. Doing three podcasts, writing for... Writing professionally. And when I say professionally, getting paid for three different oh. sites. And then writing for one for free. And then having kids and...
0: Google Plus communities.
1: Ah, that's the one. Choose it. It's so exciting on the Google Plus community that I just, it, it evaporated from my mind. It was just, couldn't contain the excitement. Um, now, look, the, the good thing is, I was going to post something out about Track Talk, the new podcast I'm doing with Sam Montooth. And, and you know, I was going to put it on there and say, so guys, you know, come and, and, and sort of check this out. And it's like, no, no, you got to stop yourself because that's just for not another Mac podcast. Because all the people that I've invited to Not Another Mac podcast community also follow me on Google Plus in general anyway. So if I post in just the general feed, they're going to see it regardless. So it's just a cool little thing. And the, the great part about it is when someone posts something on the Not Another Mac podcast community, I get a message about it. So I can then reply and get involved in the conversation, or I can just watch the conversation go by and it's a cool feedback mechanism. It is like bulletin boards, forums, it's it's all that kind of stuff, but for the modern day. And and yes, I'm I'm so sort of doing I, doing the hand thing going and, and it, it's
0: all melded together very well. I I, I truly enjoy Google Plus and I have plenty of friends that say, Why do you do that? Why don't you do Facebook? I said, Well I'm not an idiot. But you know i <laughs> But I mean, Google Plus—the communities that I'm involved in over there, and I'm involved in about—I uh, want to say close to twenty communities. I wow. mean,
1: I'm, I'm in like five.
0: Well, I'm in the NAP community. You, you were Yay. kind enough to invite me. Um, I do Allison Show the NoCilla Cast.
1: I think I'm in those.
0: Uh, IMP. I was. They invited me over to the IMP community. Yes. International po- International Mac podcast. Barton too. I'm sorry. I said that screwed up. <laughs> uh, we're on the man who shall remain nameless pocket size podcast.
1: Well, that was I, I very, actually I actually haven't accepted that one yet.
0: Uh, you bastard! It's a very. <laughs> it's a very I'm selfish. I'm selfish.
1: It's like, hey, come join my community. I'm not going to worry about yours though. <laughs>
0: It's a very then there's like uh, there's a community dedicated to uh, a couple Apple communities dedicated. Um, there's a couple Linux communities because I still dabble in Linux. I've mentioned that before on the show. Uh, I'm trying to think, there's like seventeen communities. Nightwise are you know I, I'm involved in the night uh, Nightwise. Po- I'm trying to look over here. Matter of fact, that's the community I'm in right now. Uh, on Google Plus when I look over... Yeah, I'm in 17 different communities. Wow. Uh, There's one for the Raspberry Pi, the MyMac podcast community. There's one for Dungeons & Dragons. um, The G Plus Mini Mug, Hacker News. One for the Raspberry Pi.
1: um, You already said Raspberry Pi. Can't count it as two, Kevin.
0: Uh, Mac Crack. Hacker News.
1: There's a I crack see- in the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show name. Uh, let, let, let's see. The man who shall remain nameless invited you to a community. See, see, Kevin, I still haven't accepted.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to make you big again. Yep. I...
1: Yep. See, so, so he's it. got 55 members. I got 51. See, so I want to have more members before I accept his invite.
0: But see if 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 you get to fifty-four or get to fifty five and then I drop out of the community, you wouldn't dare. If you don't get off of Facebook,
1: I might (laughs) Uh, you know what? I'll I'll be kind and I'll do it live on the show. I'll accept his invitation. And let's see, we just tap there. There we go. I've accepted his invitation. Now I'm part of the pocket size podcast community. Isn't that nice? And actually, Sorry, I, I, actually, I've got to do that for IMP as well. God. <laughs> well, Bart, well s- and- Bart sent me the message maybe I don't know three months ago <laughs> whenever community started. <laughs> so I was like, you know, eh.
0: "What's great is the fact that with the communities, or what I like is that you know you get suggestions for other communities really." pretty readily, yeah. and it lets you see some other areas you might be interested in. Now, granted, I am not very active in all these communities, but, I mean, even as I scroll down through here now, I see tons of suggestions for different Google Plus communities that um, I, I probably at some point may join. I need to become a little more active. Like, I'm not real active in the Python community that I'm a part of, but I have an interest in it and you know, I'm I'm not terribly active in the Ubuntu community, but hey, you know it's stuff there. It's it's a great way to connect and see what else is going on. Um, yeah, so. definitely.
1: And look, you know, I I think with all of this social networking, regardless of whatever platform you're on, it's only as valuable to you as how much you time you want to put into it, how much you want to invest into it. That's why at the moment, you know, with uh, App. Net, Facebook, Google Plus, uh, and Twitter there's definitely gonna I'm gonna have to color that down so I'm sort of testing the waters you know Google Plus I'm sticking with Twitter I'm sticking with but will it be app.net will it be Facebook you know because what you end up getting and and people cross-posting really irritate me um but I want something unique every time I go into a social networking app I want a unique experience I don't want to repeat myself in on four different social networks so at the moment, when I release a show, I've got to now put it on four different social networks. That's going to piss me off because that takes time and effort. And then it's going to piss off people who listen to the show and who follow me because they follow me on all of the social networks as well. So they, they're going to see it time and time again. Um, I'd like to. I really, you know what? Facebook and Google Plus are so similar that they could be one. Uh, app.net and Twitter are so similar that they could be one. I'd love to see the all combine so that we've got two major social networks and that's it.
0: Facebook must die. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind the cross-posting. I know it does. I know several people it does, <laughs> like yourself. It irritates. But to be honest with you, the cross-posting thing... Doesn't bother me because I set my streams up differently. So if I miss something on one place, I'm likely to catch it on another. I'll that give you an sense. example. It the the Twitter stream is kinda busy. I mean I follow a lot of people. I don't I've called it back some because there were a lot of stuff that I, I'm just not interested in anymore and a lot of them were services and things like that that I just so I called that back. Um, but you know, that scrolls by really fast. But with the communities and the way Google Plus is structured, I can stay. It's easy to go back and look at what's happened. And I actually don't even look at my mainstream that much anymore. I really do more look more in the communities. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, I'll I'll get a point and I'll get to a break. I'll say, gee, I wonder what's going on in the uh, pocket-sized podcast world because that's a very, as I said, all fairness to. He who shall remain nameless, that very active community. And I have to congratulate him for culling or creating, not culling, creating a very active community. And, you know, you can, also, and it's easy to go back and forth and see it. You know, and a lot of times during the day, I'll miss posts on Twitter or stuff like that. So it is very easy for me to do that. Well, then when I want to look at all the stuff that Nightwise does, because I, I just love his stuff where he does the cross platform stuff, you know, because I am the person that's cross platform. I spend a lot of time in Windows almost as much as I spend inside uh, the Mac OS. So it's very uh, helpful to me to listen to his, and he gives me ideas, and he inspires me to do things. And matter of fact, uh, I don't know if you can't even see it, I've got an old Dell laptop sitting here on my desk. Uh, I'm not going to pick it up. You know what the hell a Dell laptop looks like. Yeah,
1: <laughs> damn brick.
0: But, the, I mean, the thing's <laughs> old. It's probably, it was I think it was purchased in 2004 or 2005, but I, I I tweaked around with it, and I got a Windows 7 Starter Edition running on it, and I'm getting ready to make it dual-boot into Linux, because it'll run Linux just oh, fine. So, you know, it, and I get these sort of inspirations when I'm listening to Nightwise's show, and he starts talking about these things. So the long long story short, I guess, in this or the long way around is, I do like G+, and I like the way it handles it. I wish I could spend more time in the communities. uh, uh and I and I just like it for that sense that I can look over on Twitter, I can see the stuff scrolling by. I think Allison used the analogy one time, Allison Sheridan, that Twitter's like a river of information just flowing by. And you can just stick your head in or stick your hand in and dip out some and look at it. And then let the river continue on. Hmm. With G+, even if the river's flowing, it's easy for me to paddle back upstream and see what's going on.
1: Yeah. I, I think Every- the good thing about that is because you you know if someone starts something on google plus like a, a topic or, or a post then people reply to that post so you're not going through whereas twitter you're going through all the replies and then you've got to go back you know 10 12 tweets to actually see the conversation which is going to be a thing of the past soon anyway because they change they've changed their api so that you won't be able to do that god knows why um I don't understand that. That's stupid. It, it It's the dumbest thing. And I, I mean, this is where maybe app.net will move and, and we'll just move across to there eventually. I mean, I love Twitter, but you know what? If they do stuff like that where I can't follow a conversation, that's half a Twitter. You know, I may not see what started the conversation and it may be a reply of, of something that was a couple of days ago or something. it's like, well, hold on a sec. Wait. Oh, I can't get it now. So I have no idea. You you know what? You're really coming in at the tail end of the conversation uh, with, you know, this new API change. And it's like, it's been there for as long as I've been a member of Twitter. Why are they changing it now? It's just, you know what? They're changing it for third party apps. I wonder if they're changing it for the official Twitter app or not.
0: You know, I don't know. I haven't used the official Twitter app in so damn long. I couldn't tell you. But Um.
1: that'd be interesting because, you know, of of course, Tweetbot is a paid app. Um, So, you know, people have paid to have the type of app that they want to use Twitter within. I mean, that's really been no better than Facebook, really, if they're cutting it out for third parties, but then their own stuff, you're going to be able to do it. Or if you go to the Twitter website, you're going to be able to see the conversation. So uh look I reserve judgment for now but I'm I'm sort of a little bit irritated by not being able to see the conversation I I think that's a really bad move I think it'll you know add to the confusion and and people will lose a little bit of interest maybe I'm wrong but yeah. it's a feature I personally use all the time
0: Oh I do too if if a if an application desktop or iOS doesn't have a good conversation recall view or whatever you want to say, I'm just like, well, poo on you. I'm not going to use you anymore. Yeah. Um, Look,
1: you know, sometimes I even want to see what I said before because you know how sometimes you've got to put in 140 characters, you'll say something, then someone a day or two later will jump on what you've said because they've caught up with their food. And then you're like, uh... Hold on a sec, this doesn't make sense to me. I've completely forgotten what I was talking about. And you like to go back and just see, well, what did I post about that? And if you go through your main uh, posting schedule, you know, we all post anywhere from 10 to maybe 50 tweets a day, give or take, depending on how active we are. And that can get really confusing to try and find one tweet. So, um,
0: to piece a conversation together.
1: Yeah. So,
0: it's a, it, it's a painful. And, you know, you're making me think now, I'm not going to be a cheapskate like you, and I may actually go over and buy a membership at app.net.
1: <laughs> you can donate, and I'm not saying I won't donate. Um, if I enjoy it enough and I use it more than I use Twitter, then I'll donate something. If I find that it's just this supplementary uh, you know, duplication, then I'm not going to. The other thing that's interesting, of course, with app.net is the longer posts, so you can actually write a bit more. Now, some people will say, oh, that's terrible, that, that's absolutely terrible, and, but sometimes you do need just that little bit extra.
0: Um, yeah, I, I I used to be a user, not very often, of, was it twit, uh, Tweet Longer, or whatever it was called, remember there was...
1: Yeah, there were a few different services out there that would summarize it, then when it came through, the, the people reading it, they'd click on the link, and then it would load up a new page. I used that for a while as well, but it just... I don't know, it just got sort of in the way and, and uh well, people didn't click.
0: And a lot of Twitter clients don't support it anymore either.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's true. So
0: Because they had to link directly to it. I remember using it with um I think it was Nambu on the desktop and I think uh Tweety before it got bought uh had it, supported it too yeah Tweety did and I think Nambu did and that's when I used it but I haven't used Nambu for oh, I don't know how long now probably uh, almost a couple of years
1: Wow, I can't even remember Nambu so uh, there you go <laughs> it's been a while yeah so anyway Kevin but- I'm more social I'm having a little bit of fun and uh You know what, the Man Who Shall Remain... Man Who Shall Remain Nameless thought that it was the apocalypse and the end of the world because I joined Facebook again, and he's not the only one. Everyone's been going to me. But you said, but, but, you said, it's like, man, can't I change my mind in this world? (laughs) Seriously. Uh, uh, You know, okay, I've I've dished it out on Facebook, but, you know, I'm not fully convinced yet. I just want to try it. Just want to see... how it goes, and and just see what's what, and
0: uh, I, you know, with Facebook, my problem was I had all these people wanting to friend me that you know I didn't really like them in real in real life, so I <laughs> I don't really want to be their friend on Facebook.
1: Yes, I totally agree. And look, you know, I I decline some people because I I just don't care. I you know I want this to be about the the people who I think about most and the people who I think about most besides my direct family are my friends, you and everyone else who, you know, I collaborate with and so forth. I class you all as personal friends, even though we've never met, um, I get on better with you guys. And you know, part of the reason, (laughs) part of the reason I can turn you off anytime I like. And that's what I love about my friends from overseas, because I can have you when I need a friend when I'm feeling lonely, when I'm feeling down. And then when I don't need a friend, I can just say, okay. Now, we we had visitors come across, and this was a few weeks ago, and and towards the end of the show, me and Kevin were recording. And uh, anyway, so they came across, and, uh, you know, it was like, it was about this time in the day, so it was about 1 p.m., and uh, they came half an hour early. In fact, Gretel didn't, you know, call them and tell them to come later. Uh, So they came half an hour early. Then they stayed for eight friggin' hours. <laughs> eight. Eight. I, I, I mean, seriously. Okay, we hadn't seen them for six months, but if each month took an hour, they were still two hours too long, and it's <laughs> like, oh my God, no! it's like, come on, this is boring me to hell, and... You know, of course, I can't be rude and use my iPhone or use my iPad because then people criticize me in real life for not contributing. And it's like, but if you're boring the shit out of me, I'm not going to sit there and waste my life away for eight hours.
0: You just solved your whole problem right there with that last statement. If they are boring the shit out of you, lean over, rip one, they'll (laughs) leave.
1: (laughs) Very true. Look, you know... I don't have a lot of time for people who I can't turn off. And uh, people online, I've got a lot of time.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that, I think of poor that, Gretel now and the kids. That, that, worry that, about that.
1: That, that, <laughs> that could be take, taken a totally different way than it was intended. <laughs> My immediate family is cool. <laughs> Outside of the immediate family, I don't have a lot of time for you. Um, now, look at this Look, you know, these friends that came across and stayed eight hours, you know, they're as good of friends as I am with other people overseas, yourself included. But do you want to spend eight hours on a video chat talking to me?
0: No, because they get sweaty ears.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I mean, eventually you just sit there and you have that, that just silent moment that's uncomfortable and you go, um,. Shit! Someone better say someone. Some someone better say something quick. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. What, Mark? No, never mind. No one pays attention to no. me. That's all right, Kevin.
0: Follow the leader. No, I, I, I know what you're talking about, though. I mean, it's it's like
1: overstaying the welcome, and it, it, it's like uh, the kids had. Um, it, well, Natalia had a, a friend across on the weekend, and and the mother came as well. Uh, and, you know, I get on well with mothers, so does Gretel. So, you know, it was comfortable and you could sit down and have a chat while the kids were playing. So it was, a, it, it was a good time. They knew when to leave. It was like a two and a half hour play date. It wasn't arranged as two and a half hours. It just ended up being that way. Because the mother of, of Natalia's friend wasn't rude enough to stay for eight hours and expect me to cook dinner.
0: I'm going to come over to your house and stay for eight days and expect you to serve me
1: my meals in bed. Yeah, but see, if you come across all that way, I'll, I'll have you here for eight days. But I ain't, well, doing, you, I ain't doing no breakfast in bed stuff. I don't even do that for Gretel. You on the
0: even I think you have to wait in a little French maid outfit, too, while you're doing it.
1: Now, that I'd do just for a joke.
0: And that'll go up on Twitter, Facebook, and every place (laughs) else. I'll sign into Facebook just to post that
1: picture. There you go, (laughs) listeners. If I dress up as a French maid, Kevin will join Facebook. He said it here first. All right, where's that maid's costume I had from last year? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh,
0: Uh, dear. Mental mental image. I can't unthink
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, look, you know... I like friends in real life, and I like them online, but at the same time, you'd like to, uh, you know, not have to have them around constantly, or, you know, nothing's worse than a neighbour, and these friends are old neighbours, and they would come across all day, in and out, in and out for coffees and everything, That's it's like, oh my friggin' hell, do I have a life anymore? No, it's just I see you, go away, I'm busy, oh, but no, that's rude. <sighs>
0: well that's when you start walking around the house in your underwear.
1: Yeah, I tried just, I tried that and that didn't that didn't really work. So
0: Alright, so you switch from boxers to briefs and then you Switched switch to the uh, I, I went to, to the, the,
1: the tiny whiteys. We, you <laughs> went to the what? The tidy whities
0: You didn't go far enough. <laughs> you need to switch to the thongs.
1: <laughs> Man, I don't know, oh, that's a that's an image I don't need to see in the mirror oh dear although i'll tell you what kevin since the kids went back to school because i'm walking them to and from school now and um you know if it rains we catch the bus or something like that but i've lost five kilos since uh I, i've sort of been doing that extra walk and haven't changed the diet or anything because i, I believe in enjoying the food because if i die tomorrow i ain't going to go out on a, a pathetically dull you know diet uh and i don't really believe in diets but Uh, You know, a bit of exercise, five kilos lost. I'm feeling good about it. I can't find where I've lost the five kilos, though. That's the strange part. I look in the mirror, I look the same. I turn around, look at me butt, looks the same. I don't know. Must have gone from the brain or something.
0: I'm really concerned about you, though. Why are you looking at your ass in the mirror? That's disturbing on many more levels. Because
1: <laughs> I, I, I want to see if me, uh, me tushy is a little smaller than it was. I mean, five kilos, five kilos. I mean, you know, that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's like a big watermelon. Oh, boy. And, and anyway, I've made uh, Kevin want to hurl. So let's go. And I'm going to switch the tables because this has been bagging Mark out just because he joins Facebook again. Kevin, I want to ask you. With all the TV shows out there that depict Americans a certain way, Honey Boo Boo, um, Hardcore Porn, and that's P-A-W-N, where they go into a porn store and sell their souls, these so-called reality TV shows that aren't really reality, but they, they depict Americans as being buffoons. Are you offended by it as an American who isn't a buffoon? And no! And that's a compliment, by the way.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, it's funny. I I talk to a lot of people about this, not internationally. First of all, no, I'm not offended by it at all. Because I I look at the... There's one statement that I adhere to. These shows play up to stereotypes. Would you agree? Yes. Stereotypes exist for a reason. Because there are people like that out there. So... So you know, it's just enhancing the stereotype, and it, it frankly, it doesn't bother me if people around the world think that that's normal for Americans or think it portrays us badly. You know, I, it frankly doesn't bother me. I mean, maybe I should be, you know, putting out a better image, but I I really don't worry about it. I I, I think it's pathetic, though, that I feel sorry maybe a little bit inside this country— when you have got a show using My my Honey Boo Boo and where they are speaking English but they are speaking it so poorly it has to be subtitled <laughs> for people to understand what the hell they're saying. I mean... That, it's just- that says
1: more about the education uh, system in the US than it does, you know, the society in the US though, I guess, you know?
0: Or are people lacking and bothering to take their education. I mean, they, they asked the one girl on Honey Boo Boo, when did Christopher Columbus sail the ocean? She said 1942. I went, what? 1942? <laughs> I mean, she's 12 years old. She should she know. Should,
1: she should know that, yeah.
0: Every kid knows in 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. You don't have to remember anything else about history, but you sure have to <laughs> have remember, to remember that. that. So, I mean, it is kind of pathetic. And there's another show out there um, that I, I, I find it funny, Duck Dynasty, and I think we've talked about that, how and, that You betrayed. know, I've actually
1: got to have a look at that show. I, I must admit, I haven't seen an episode of it. I've seen it on iTunes plenty of times, just the little thumbnail, but I haven't really taken the time to look at it. So I'll have to have a look and see what I think, and then we can chat about it properly.
0: It's interesting. It's filmed down near where uh, our mutual friend uh, Timothy Gregoire is from. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know. That what?
1: I love anything from sort of the southern areas of the U.S. Because in reality TV, because they're so different, but they've got that wonderful accent as well, you know. And it,
0: it's y'all, y'all come down here now. Y'all yeah, come it, back. It's just
1: you? it's superb. So uh, I, I personally, you know, really dig that kind of stuff.
0: But you know, then then I look at the other side of it, and there's a new reality show that's on. Uh, I think it, yeah, it's on TLC because I saw the advertisement after while watching an episode of Honey Boo Boo recently. There was um, an episode for a new one. It's called I think it's called uh, My Gypsy Sisters or something like Gypsy something. I can't remember the name of the show. Uh, or but it's about these three or four sisters and their gypsy heritage. And I got to watch it. I went. Something looks very familiar about that. And I went, oh, I know why it looks familiar. It's filmed about 25 miles from where I live.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's these four sisters that are, let's put it this way, they're quite out there.
1: Now, now, now So, you, if, if you had something close to you that was being filmed close by, I'd prefer the Playboy Mansion. Remember the Big Ben Theory episode where, uh, uh, was it Raj and, um, and Howard tried to... Sneak into it it wasn't. It wasn't the Playboy Mansion. It was um, was uh,
0: one of those shows where it's a bunch of girls living in a house together in in
1: bikinis and having pool parties and hey, you know, or something (laughs) like that. It was something funny. Uh, And anyway, the three listeners know the episode we're talking to because they've all seen the Big band Theory, of course.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. It's it's interesting, but to 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 the root of your question. It doesn't offend me. I know that there are people out there that if you were truly interested and thought Americans were like that, you would go, okay, can they really be like that and be the type of country they are and exist on the world stage? I'm not Mm -hmm. saying we're a power. I'm just saying you can't exist on the world stage and have a country full of idiots like that. But every country has – you know.
1: But oh, we, I- trust me, we have idiots out here as well. Don't you worry about that. Every time I drive down the road, I, I've got my finger out the window, flipping the bird, going, You fucking idiots!
0: Well, you know, I I don't understand why you don't have a Foster's beer in your hand, why you don't have a great big honey beer. Foster's knife. is
1: the biggest heap of shit beer out there. It's disgusting. If you if you want beer in this country, you got to get a Tasmanian beer, or we, we've got to get it from our, br- our, our brothers in New Zealand and get New Zealand beer. Beautiful stuff.
0: But, I, you know, well, why don't you have a... Aren't you going on a walkabout, you know, and all this other... Uh, do the Crocodile Dundee type of stuff, you know? You, you remember those movies? Yeah, that, Crocodile
1: that- Dundee depicted Australia on the world scale. And, and see so that's the problem because that's not Australia either. Um, you know, it's an it's a depiction. And again, Crocodile Dundee, there's a subset of Australians that are like that and in that style and, and sort of work within that. And, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, on the world scale, we look like, you know, we should be carrying a knife in our belts and, you know, sort of <laughs> jumping on anything that moves.
0: Yeah, Well, you know, I'll have to tell you a funny story. You talk about that. There was a, um, uh, I, I, you've heard of, do you know about the state of West Virginia? And have you ever heard the stereotypes of it? No, no. All right. West Virginia, and I don't live that far from West Virginia. Uh,
1: about I, the most yeah. I know is, is that they make good hams.
0: No, that's Virginia.
1: Is it? Okay, there we go. I know nothing. Educate me, Kevin.
0: Okay, West Virginia is. This, it was actually part of Virginia at one point during the American Civil War. It split off and became West Virginia because they were on the. They were the part of the state that was more anti-slavery than pro-slavery, or states' rights. I'm not going to debate that point. Um. So anyway, but West Virginia has a stereotype about you know being hillbillies, and, you know, backwoods, I mean, really, real. I mean, they take redneck to a whole new level with the stereotype over there. Well, I had a friend that uh, he worked with another girl who I got to know, and they worked for AT&T, an international corporation, Mm -hmm. and she was from Wheeling, West Virginia, and they traveled out to California, the other side of the, the country, almost 3,000 miles away. And they were out there and they were doing their business and they traveled on business. Then they went out with a group of fellow AT&T employees from out there to dinner and they got to talking and uh, she had, she something came up about where you're from and she said something about, oh yeah, i Wheeling, where I grew up, Wheeling, West Virginia. And the table went dead quiet. Nobody spoke another word. and And they were all looking at her going how could you be from Wheeling, West Virginia? You're wearing shoes and you can speak. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad the stereotype is. Wow. You know, there are people that are going to believe stereotypes no Mm -hmm. matter what. I, you know, it's, it's, it's a long way of saying that it doesn't bother me. Stereotypes exist for a reason. And the fact that some parts of the world might think we're idiots and or they might think back in the uh in the early part of the early history of our country the streets were really paved with gold, you know that type of thing mm-hmm. you know it's just not true it doesn't it doesn't bother me and any intelligent person, whether it 's in this country or another country, if they want to get to know something about that country they're going to study it yes, and they 're not going to accept the stereotype um they might poke at it. I make fun of you for being an Aussie. You make fun of me for being an American. It's all in good fun, mm-hmm. you know. I I don't worry about the huntsman spiders that are hanging above your head or anything. Like...
1: <laughs> well, that big tarantula that's behind you.
0: Oh, I don't mind them so much.
1: Oh God, nilly, I
0: would only nibble just a little bit. So, just but yeah, disturbing. now it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I, does it bother you that people think of Australia in the way that Crocodile Dundee might have presented? And,
1: can, and kangaroos. Are, you know, they come to Sydney and they expect to see kangaroos jumping through the city. <laughs> you know, that that that's sort of always been uh, been one thing. I, you know what? I don't know as it bothers me as... I, I'd have a, a massive complaint about it, but I'd like to see some regulation where... Locally produced content, be it either in America or in Australia, doesn't depict our countries as as poorly as they do. You know, Americans are very patriotic. Australians are patriotic, but in a different way. We, you know, we're very Australian. That's what we call patriotism, and and we know what that means. Um, you know. It's one of those things, you know, the Crocodile Dundee, it's good for a comedy, but it doesn't depict us well. And, you know, something like Honey Boo Boo, you look at it and certainly I, I know as well as you do that it doesn't depict Americans in general. But it does put that that sort of that that cone over America and, and says they're letting that happen. Why are they letting that happen? And so, f- you know, for Australia, from me, it's like sometimes I think why is our government and, and why are the... The content creators creating content like this that then throws any possibility of doubt into people's minds about our country uh, you know let, let's um and i don't want to really debate the the gun laws and so forth in the u.s because as you know in australia we've got very strict gun laws uh we can't own guns we can can you go to gun clubs but and have a license there but it can only be used at, at the gun club but obviously when you're out on on property and so forth uh you know farmers have licenses and there's there's certain things there but the general person in the comfort of their own home cannot own a gun in australia and um you know when when we look at a you know the news coming in from a shooting in the u.s it's interesting to see that it won't it doesn't always make CNN headline news, if you know what I mean, in the US. But in Australia, every single publication, every single news channel, it's the top story. It's the biggest thing out. You know, what comes through the media uh, anytime there's a shooting or anything is okay. Americans are, are gun crazy and gun ho and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's it's just it's really really interesting to to see that depiction because from the outside looking in it's different than what you guys live with every day
0: right no it, and it is it's it is quite different i mean um i to me guns are a part have been a part of my life my whole life mm-hmm. i have always been around firearms um i've hunted we've i i've you know I. I've, I've killed deer i've eaten what i've killed you know and stuff like that so it's I'm not opposed to it. I teach my children how to respect and use a firearm when they want to, or I will when they want to, and that's it. They, they know they know the good and the bad. They know what needs to be done. and I, I don't know. It just I, I, I what I worry about is the way things like that get sensationalized outside of any country by the news media. Mm. I have an inherent distrust of all news media. I think I mentioned that before. Uh, episodes back, uh, possibly when Tim, when we were talking about the whole other stuff, and uh, our fearless leader, Tim, you know, kind of called me out on uh, 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 his and David's show. I can't Tech fan. Tech fan. Thank you. I was drawing a blank. My apologies. Um, but I don't... You know, I... To me, it's just part of it, and I don't... I don't think I, I I don't trust the news media in general, the national news. Um I don't trust the only reason I deal with the local news stations, and I you gotta understand I live in a very, very small news market because the kind of stuff they report on is Mary Joe's dog got lost or, you know, somebody robbed the the local convenience store or something like that. It's 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 very small news, very low key uh, local stuff and I can trust that because I can drive across town and find out what the hell happened
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's certainly true let me post th- something to you what? is reality TV in inverted commas more realistic than what the news media presents or are they as bad as each other
0: it varies depending on the reality TV show. Some of them are pretty staged. Mm. I mean, it may try to come across as as reality TV, but some of it's a little... I mean, I can read through it and see certain things and go, yeah, that's too much of a that didn't coincidence. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. It may have happened and they played it up, Yep. you know, and redid it and made it re-happen and all that. And I don't care. It's entertaining. It doesn't bother me.
1: Um, but should but... We, I suppose, because, you know, we look at that and, and you know, some reality, well, I, I suppose all reality TV uh, should probably be classed as entertainment. I mean, you know, for years and years and years, the WWE, World Wrestling uh, Entertainment, you know, that formerly World Wrestling Federation, you know, uh, we're, we're sort of like, hey, you know, we're sports entertainment. We're not sports. We're not trying to be sports, if you want that go follow the Olympics and, and Roman Greco, uh, Roman Greco uh, wrestling. Um, so it, it's interesting that they came out and said, hey, this is entertainment. You know, Vince McMahon, who, uh, you know, started... No, didn't start the company, but he's, he's chairman of the board. Uh, you know, he, he very famous, famously said that, you know, we create movies. They're three-hour movies, and we produce them every week. And I think that's cool because... You then get, you know, if you want to watch it for the pure entertainment value, great. You get some laughs, you get some shocks. It's like watching a movie. I mean, you get the same experience. I'm I'm almost tempted to say, Kevin, that we should class news that's presented by the media as purely entertainment as well.
0: Oh, I I definitely do. I, I, I don't know that I do it at a conscious level. I do it more at a subconscious level. I go mm-hmm. like, really? many that does not make any sense yeah you know and it's and and then the other time i'll see and i'm close to washington dc so we also get a lot of the uh all the network affiliates coming out of the dc area and i cannot count how many times that some of those local affiliates have come out and i'll I'll jade it a little more towards the technology Mm -hmm. side of thing They'll come out with this big flash about something happening in the tech world. I'm going really. That was like news three and a half weeks ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know that that happens. Um, you know, and actually, I, I won't name and shame because I know um, I know one of the guys who writes for one of our leading papers in Sydney, and. Um, yeah anything that's sort of announced in, in the tech world it's like really that's a week later that happened last week we're on to something new people <laughs> you know but by the time they print the presses and run and run the the stories they're, they're so late now okay i'm not someone who believes that you should be first out uh with news and so forth i don't agree with being first out You know, when I do uh, my writing for the different sites, if it's news-related, I'm often a few days late. Why? Because I double-check, triple-check, and edit myself. Um, I don't believe in being the first out of the gate. I believe in being the first one who gets it right. Um, Yeah. You know, and, and can substantiate it. And there's honestly some things I refuse to write about because I cannot substantiate it. If I can't substantiate it, I do not want to be accused of just you know making up something it, it's not within me it's like I'll, I'll dump a story and say fine i'm not i'm not writing that because i cannot prove it and you know i in certain situations i you know i've got half written articles that have never been published I've, I've still got one to this day that i wanted to publish uh relating to the uh the different performance of different charges for the ios devices a 5 watt 10 watt and a new 12 watt and because i haven't bought the 12 watt to actually do proper testing myself i've never written the article it's in there one day i'll write it when i go and buy a new power adapter but i'm not going to guesstimate um you know what the outcome is going to be and i feel that's what a lot of the the mainstream media does you know it's almost like you've got to rip out 80 percent and only acknowledge 20 and and in many cases you know the first paragraph or two paragraphs in used media if, if you're in, if you read in print media can either be total bullshit or, or total truth and then the rest of it is gone you know or, or sometimes they'll sensationalize that first paragraph to to get you in to make you go to the next page and then once you're in the next page it's like oh yeah no that that Guy wasn't actually a cross dresser. He just went to a Halloween party. Mm. Okay, you know, it's sensational headlines. I mean, look, I I know with the sites I write for, we write, um, you know, with headlines in mind. We want that blurb, which is the first people that thing that people see. That's got to summarise everything. That's got to make the review worth reading. If we're doing a review, for instance, or a news article, same thing and um, but it, yeah you know it's just mainstream media gets it run, in my opinion and I, I don't think necessarily anyone does it right and certain, yeah, I, certainly rumor stuff oh, yeah. nasty business my,
0: well i have to say and I think um, uh, it was Dorothy Yamamoto and I had a little conversation and I think you were kind of si- or tangentially in- involved in it um, one of my favorite news sources in the entire country was the weather channel Mm -hmm. it still is for the most part i love the weather channel i i've admitted on namp you know i am a weather geek i love the weather stuff it just fascinates me besides the snow any of that kind of stuff just fascinates the hell out of me and i could literally and i used to i don't do it anymore i used to have the weather channel on for background noise and and my wife would go really they just said that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Why are you still listening to the same thing? Oh, I couldn't it, do, do that. It, they do the local on the eighth, They call it. So at, you know, at, at say seven oh eight, seven eighteen, seven twenty eight, and so on and so forth. They give the local weather yep. and it's, it's, it's a little thing, yep. but then in between they do the national and international stuff. And I would literally watch the weather channel for three and four hours, five hours at a time as background noise and she's going oh my god it's blathering on stop listening to that but, but ever now, st-
1: now let's, let me ask you does the news change does the weather change that frequently uh that you can actually sit and watch the weather channel or have it on uh, as the background and receive new information i mean obviously if there's storms coming through your area and so forth it's always good to to have it as up-to-date as possible I mean, general weather patterns, you know, can the forecast really change that much?
0: No, not really. It's just interesting to me. I mean, they'll Mm -hmm. show, and again, it's showing when it's not doing the local on the 8s, then they're talking about weather across the country and weather across the world. So, you know, it's, you know, I may not be, it may be crappy and be like, it might be a crappy weather here, like say it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit, and sunny, and so that's crappy weather to me. But you know, you go north, and, and maybe they're still clinging on to the beautiful winter weather and getting some snow
1: or something like that. <laughs> so you're living vicariously through the Weather Channel,
0: yeah. But now I have to say, since NBC, uh, National Broadcasting Company, I think is what NBC stands for, God, it's been so long I forgot. Uh, in here in the United States, since they bought into the Weather Channel, the Weather Channel started as an independent 20 some years ago. Oh my god, has it gone downhill? I can't hardly stand to watch it for very long. I, I, I just it just all the other crap they throw in there, it's like I don't give a flying nit's butt about what's going on and how the weather's impacting some something or something somewhere else. And it and, and they'll make these connections between the weather mm-hmm. and some news story that even I if I tried to put on my conspiracy theory hat <laughs> and
1: turn as, it off, and...
0: it, it's just as, it's like, really? <laughs> I mean, it, it's like the butterfly effects, you know, the whole thing about the butterflies. Yep. Like, I, I, no, stop it. Quit crapping up my weather channel. I want to see where it's the wind's blowing, the snow's falling, it's 120 degrees in the shade, baking people's brains out as they walk down the street, and they go, ha ha, if it was winter, you wouldn't be baking, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I find interesting. I mean, I have hurricane tracking applications on my phone, and my iPad, and, and all this kind of stuff. That I'm just totally into, it, into that sort of thing. And they've crapped it up. And it's because a national media company has bought what was a good idea.
1: Yeah. So and that that happens everywhere.
0: So I don't. So yeah, the media, the the news media, the tech media to a very lesser extent because I do put more faith in the pure tech media. CNET's going downhill fast. I'll have to say. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. CNET's and, been going down for a couple of years now.
0: Since CBS bought them. CBS bought them, and in the toilet it went. Little sound effect for you there, listeners. Mm-hmm. The um, it's just it's just been terrible. I but it is to me it's reality TV. I mean it is just so stupid. But you start watching the small markets. There are small markets here in the United States. My local one being one of, where the news is real and where I can be walking down the street and bump into one of the news anchors or something like that. And they're just normal people. They're not somebody that has a a very high opinion of themselves. I don't know of a nicer way to say that. I don't you
1: know. <laughs> they, they don't have their head planted firmly where the sun don't shine.
0: Yeah, And they don't have a, a an inflated opinion of themselves. Somebody like, uh, Oh, I'm trying to think of a good one here. I, and all the news anchors names escape me now, but some of them have a very high opinion of themselves and what they're doing to make the world a better place. I'm going, really, really, You're not doing it. Give up on it. So, you know, I I can deal with the small market television shows, Mm -hmm. small market news, uh, stuff. So, yeah, the rest of it is it's reality TV on steroids, portrayed as hard hitting journalism. Which is
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes, indeed, and you know this brings me to a question that I think we'll ponder until next week's show: Is anything real? Are we real? Do we exist? Are we simply a figment of someone's imagination? Are we a computer game? Are we The Sims? Are we SimCity? Are we... What what the hell are we? And are we even real? You know, we we criticized on this episode, Reality TV and and stuff, but are we real, Kevin? Are you going to take the red pill? Or the blue pill? That's right. We all have to find out for next week's episode.
0: Yes, yes, that we will. Indeed.
1: And uh, Kevin, where can the listeners find you and the pills that you're thinking of taking between now and next week?
0: They can take the blue pill and find No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter that's, and, and, uh, as twitter.com forward slash B I G underscore I N underscore V A. Or if you want to find me and circle me up over on Google, I'm over there at uh, plus Kevin Alder, and that's A L L D E R.
1: Fantastic. And for anything relating to me, head across to uh, com, And, uh, you know, this has got my Twitter feed and everything. But you'll be glad to know it does not have my Facebook feed. I'm not going to put that onto my site. Uh, so it'll just have the Twitter feed and, and that will be it. Uh, so check me out across there. And if you've got any feedback about the show and we'd love to hear from you, we will get a Google um, community set up where uh, Kevin and me have uh, both you know, administrator rights and, and we can answer questions and you can join in and, and so, sort of, you know, throw your opinion on what you'd like to, to hear, I guess. Um, and, uh, but if you want to get in touch with us via email with either some feedback, uh, or just any, anything you like, simply send an email to gse at mymac.com And, uh, well, thank you to everyone who has listened and subscribed until next week. Take care.
0: And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek.
1: Hello, I'm Mike McPeak from Bard on the Plains podcast. Growing up on the plains of South Dakota, I used to listen to my dad tell stories about his life. I never had a chance to record any of these, but I realized that everyone has a story to tell. And that's what I try to do on this podcast, tell anecdotes of my own and have other people tell their stories in their words and in their voice. So please listen to Bard on the Plains podcast. It's about stories, mine and yours.